I'll check. I'll, I'll check our email account quickly. Just have a little look. Uh, what's that? First four emails, all spam. <laughs> I'd love to know what's in our actual spam folder. We've got like a 1990s style inbox. Everything gets through. My name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters. 361 chapters. Three volumes. Two epilogues. And a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just seven years. (laughs) Welcome, Will. Welcome (laughs) to episode 10. Episode 10. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. It's an early morning recording for us, which is something that we don't often do. I've got water, I've got coffee, but I've drank both, so now I have no liquid. Nice. I've got a small amount of juice in a mug. Drinking juice out of a mug. Absolutely repulsive behaviour. <laughs> no, no, come on, mate. <laughs> it's not it's Come not on, okay. mate. If it's between that and not having juice, think about it. No, I will not think about it no. for one second. Can't, won't. Welcome to episode 10, everyone. It's a pleasure to finally have hit the number 10, a multiple of 10, our first <laughs> multiple of 10. I'll, I'll get it out. I'll finish that sentence. <laughs> Don't worry. Ex-maths teacher, really using his skills here to mm-hmm. tell you to tell you that. First multiple of 10. Not the last multiple of 10. There'll be 36 multiples of 10. That's kind of a, a worrying stat, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrifying because it's going to, you know, take seven bloody years to do this. <laughs> Shall I work out what percentage of the way through we are? How many chapters are there? 361. How much does the book weigh, Will? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't remember. That's the weight of the book. (laughs) Okay, I'm pleased to report. Go on. I've been crunching the numbers. I've been in the supercomputer room. I've had a team of of boffins. Just boffing away. Boffing away. And we've managed to work out. That sounds different. uh, (laughs) Don't question the methods because the result's incredible. Two... 0.7% 0.7% of the way through the book. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It rounds up to 2.8%. Call it three. Why not? Between friends, we'll call that 3%. You listener have already listened to 3% of War and Peace. And, and if that's not worth tweeting about and hashtagging what happened seven, I don't know what is. <laughs> what happened last week? Well, what happened last week, mate? There was a bear there. How could you forget the bear? <laughs> what happened last week? I really do think that we all deserve at least a cursory mention in this chapter from Tolstoy about the bear. Unless everyone's got a bear. I don't know how common <laughs> bears are. Maybe everyone's got a bear. It's like dogs. Everyone's got a bear. As far as we know, there are more bears than dogs. 3% of War and Peace and the only animal we've seen is a bear, but we've heard some other animals because uh, various women are likened to them. Oh, uh, yes. We met a new character last week, Dolokhov. He seems like a lively lad. Loves drinking, loves warring, Loves dueling, loves having a really good face. Yeah, he's a big lad. Perhaps he has two mouths, um, or we read <laughs> that he has wrong. two mouths, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> it's not clear yet. Hopefully that'll get cleared up at some point in the next 97% of the book. I do hope so. But he sounds like a character to look out for, because everyone loves him. And he's brave, maybe. I don't know why I said brave. Yeah. Uh, but he loves getting pissed. Um, and that's, yeah. Yeah, a lot like me and you, that that, that wicked lad. Couldn't agree less. (laughs) 
All right, well, that was the party bear. Let's see. Maybe there'll be another bear this week. Maybe a whole circus, a couple of elephants. Let's see what happens. Book one, chapter 10. Shut up and read your little book. Are you jealous of me because I've got the actual physical book here? Yes. In fact, I've got two copies. I've got yours as well. Yes, I am jealous. I hate reading it on an e-reader. It's annoying. How many pages, son? I would say it's about... um, you know, if you stacked two slices of pre-cut cheese on top of each other. Wow, sorry, I zoned out for just one second and came <laughs> back in there. What? Uh, uh, oh, I was pre-cut... just describing how much of the book we've read. Two pre-cut slices. Cheese. I would say, yeah, like si- cheese singles. If you stack two of them on top of each other, that's how right. much of the book we've read. So if you've got any cheese singles at home, um, do get them out. What? Why not go grab them? Just see. And- just for your own reference you can really live you know really live in the moment you could even um like i'm doing now just sort of flick through the cheese singles if you've got a really small pen you could write the show notes from this listener onto slices of uh, pre-cut cheese that's a nice idea i wouldn't stop you anyway i'm supposed to be reading this book you're supposed to be interrupting me it's not the other way around cool enough chat oh 12 most dangerous russian animals it's got to be bear, hasn't it? Yes, it is the bear. <laughs> the brown bear. There's a, a famous bear in Russia called Mishka. It's the hero of many children's tales and cartoons for adults. That's incredible. This is a good bit of advice for anyone um, who stumbles across a bear. Uh-huh. If they're sleeping, just leave it alone. I don't know if anyone needs that advice. Horses are mentioned, Will. So there's another animal that exists. There's a lot of weird names. Weird, long, very long names in this chapter. A lot of chat. Ooh, tigers. They live in Russia. The grey wolf. The white polar bear. There's a, there's a theme here. They like to put colours in front of all of these animals. I don't know if that's a specifically Russian thing, though. No, neither. I, I never said it was. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> What's more dangerous than a bear, Steve? Two bears. The wild boar. No, surely not. More dangerous than a bear? Yes. It has excellent eyesight. <laughs> is that what's stopping the bear from being truly dangerous? Is that it's just a bit short-sighted? Jesus, boars have been known to attack cars. Mikhailovna. I wasn't prepared to see the humble tick on this list of most dangerous Russian animals. Catfish have been known to hunt dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that's why dogs hate cats so much. Uh, My girlfriend was listening to uh, episode eight, I think, uh, the other day, and this bit came on, and her response was wonderful. It was just this. What's going on? This is a good plot to a famous Russian animation. Uh, a six-year-old leaves home because his parents don't allow him to keep his talking cat. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his dog and the uh, talking cat and they sod off. That reminds me of my life. Um, mm. w- when I was a kid, I had an argument with my parents. And so I went and spent maybe half a day sitting in the skip outside our house. I have read it. One, one more thing. Okay. 
There's another character I quite like, uh, Hedgehog in the Fog. I like that. It's a little short film about, well, <laughs> Go on. Hedgehog in the Fog. Does he get lost? Uh, this film, a, a hedgehog goes to visit his bear friend. These sound great. It's all about bears, isn't it? On the way, he encounters thick fog. Uh-oh. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. What happens? Just popping out to meet my bear friend. Oh, God, the fog! Fog's not a thing that often comes in suddenly, in my experience. But at least not here. It would scare the shit out of you if it did, though, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Yeah. What happens? You've got to give us some resolution. You can't leave us hanging, hanging there. But I am going to. All I will say is that the dialogue is limited and clear. So picking out words won't be overly challenging. What am I on? I'm going to shut this website down. What are you doing? You're unzipping stuff. I'm just getting a pen out, Steve, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. To make what's called notes. Very good. Hang on a sec. Episode 10. Continue. So this chapter, we've got a couple of old characters coming back. We're getting an update. And um, and also we're we're meeting some new characters. And I think this one, this time, we're really getting an insight into Russia, Russian life for some people. Love it. And you can guess kind of what kind of people. It's rich people. The Russian rich. All in all, it's a good, it's a great chapter. Oh, I I like this new style, Steve, of you giving a review of it. (laughs) Is that that not normal? Really, a really great (laughs) chapter, this one. (laughs) It's a really great chapter. You guys should really stick around because you're going to love it. You're going to love it. This is going to be a great chapter. There's a lot of everything in this chapter. Settle down. Get yourself a cup of tea. This is going to be great. So far, I've got old, new. Hit me with some more words. Here's the old for you. Do you, you remember Boris? Yeah, he wants a job. Will he get the job? Yes, he will get the job. He's hired. Character arc completed. <laughs> Is he in working in the horse guards? Specifically, he's in the regiment of the Semenov guards. I'm pretty sure Dolokhov is in the same regiment. That was just in Monoggin from last week. Wow, that you've got like a savant memory there. That's amazing. He's, he's been put in the guards um because i'm so happy for boris because so many people want jobs in this book i know it, that's a real that's a real nice moment well done boris it, well done it shows you if you want to draw a job you get your mum um to ask a prince and then yeah. you'll get a job so you know that's my recommendation if anyone's out there their job look, looking for jobs at the moment or considering what career to do just get your mum to ask a prince it's it really is that simple um do you want to guess what his rank is in his in the Semenov guards i'd love to uh, is he an aide-de-camp? <laughs> no, not, that's not, not correct. So, it's the only job I know, Steve. You know, I'm looking for like colonel, sergeant. Private. Private. No, he's a cornet, like a kind of cornetto. Yeah, good joke. <laughs> Sorry, that's rude. Uh, no, it was, you were right to make me feel stupid. We definitely were at a party at Anna's house. I know I keep on coming back to this. Um, yeah. But there's various different descriptions of the party And this one it's called a soiree Ooh. Maybe party was a bit strong Well boy do I feel silly now calling it the party for so long Yeah so, so Boris has got this job And he wasn't in prison We, you know, just, we could put that one to bed That he, okay. he wanted a job, he wasn't in prison I know some people were saying that I can't remember who it was Look he's a reformed character, he's out of prison, he's got a <laughs> yeah, job yeah. We're, just, we're just wrong with that You remember there's an, another Anna not our, not our Anna, not lovely, not lovely our Anna, lovely Anna Pavlovna. Or Annette. There's another one, Princess Anna Mikhailovna Drubetskaya. I'll go with Anna D. She's gone back to, to Moscow, and basically the rest of this chapter is just stuff going on at the rich people's house. Richie Richies having a rich off. 
she's got a kid. Her kid's called, I think it's a kid. It could be a lover, but I'm pretty sure it's her son. Um, wow, it's a really <laughs> weird one to mix up. It's though. not been explained, but the, 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 the little mm-hmm. chap's called Bori, with a B. Bori. He's also just joined the army as a cornet. The rich people are called the Rostovs, by the way. The Rostovs. Bori's in the army. I don't know if this is relevant, but he's he's waiting to get some equipment before he, he goes to catch up with the army. I think that's uh, very sensible. Um, if you, you know, why not? Why rush if you need some yeah. <laughs> um, equipment? I'm just trying to engage Steve. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's very relaxed in the army. This is what I'm taking from it. Back in the day, if you want to hang around for a bit, wait until you've got the best kits, the best boots... That's no problem. Just catch us up. Oh, Sarge, I'd love to come to the war, but, you know, my I'm waiting on some of those. Yeah, my belt's too tight, so... Um... Uh, ordered, though. It is on its way. And then uh, I'll be there, I reckon. I don't know if you can take any more good news after the news about that job, but I've, <laughs> I've got some even more good news for you, mate. This is a veritable celebration, this chapter of achievement. It's a real milestone. Here's the good news. It's St. Natalia's Day. Finally. Is it like a bank holiday? Day off? I don't think they have jobs, mate. They do. They Every day's a day off, it seems. <laughs> okay. There's even more better news beyond that. Stop. I can't take it anymore. It's the name day of two of the Rostovs. Mummy Rostov and younger daughter Natalie Rostov. Is that celebrating the day you were given a name? We don't know. What else could name day be? <laughs> <laughs> what is name day? So two of the Rostovs are celebrating them having names. And it's St. Natalia's Day and Boris has got a job. It's time to crack open the champers. They've got hundreds of people coming round to their house. Ever since the morning, carriages with six horses have been coming and going continually. Six horses, Will. Never heard that many on a carriage before. I thought four horses to a carriage was mind-blowing. Think how many people could be in a carriage with six horses pulling it. Steve, this sounds like the build-up to a party who's in the room doing the greeting uh the oldest daughter who's handsome the most handsome of the family this is the oldest rostov daughter nameless okay um i'll tell you a bit about some other people in the family the the countess of the rostov family uh the nice. mum uh she's about 45 she's got a thin oriental type face evidently worn out with childbearing she had had 12 wowzer she's had 12 kids yeah fair play you would look a bit knackered wouldn't you on the plus side, though, um, she's got a languor of motion and speech, which results from weakness, just sort of like... Huh? She's kind of weak, but, uh, but it gives her a distinguished air, which inspires respect. So there's, there's a, you know... Kind of double-edged sword there. If I was talking like this, you would respect me. <laughs> what? It's like if I was talking like this to you. Uh, you know, this, uh, that, doesn't this inspire respect? Come in, thank you. Very distinguished there, Steve. A very distinguished, weak voice. She's got 12 kids. One of them's handsome. One out of 12. That's good enough, isn't it? Okay, so all these people are coming in the room and basically they're all saying, congratulations, happy name day. Happy name day. The dad is basically there on complete autopilot. He's full face, clean, shaven, cheerful. Like him. Do you want to know what his hands are like? So this guy is head of the Rostov family. Yeah, Daddy Rostov. Steve, please let me know what the chap's hands look like. Firm pressure, firm hands. He's got firm hands. Nice and firm, and he's a quick bower. The quickest bower you ever did (laughs) see. He bows straight away. He'll go from naught to (laughs) ten in one second bowing. Sometimes you can't even see him bow, it's so quick. Like a jump cut. (laughs) Wait, did you just... Hey, did you just bow? Bloody hell, you are quick, uh, mate. Didn't even see it. 
And so he, everyone's coming in. He says this to absolutely everyone. He's, his mind is completely blank and empty. And, and he's, just, he's just doing this because he has to. He's just set to auto bow. I like one of those, those birds <laughs> that drinks water. Yeah, the nodding. Yeah, the, no- the nodding things. I thank you for myself and for our two dear ones whose name day we are keeping. But mind you come to dinner or I shall be offended, ma chérie. Or... On behalf of the whole family, I beg you to come to dinner, mon cher. I imagine uh, punctuated between every word there, he's doing a quick bow. <laughs> in between that, he's offering surmises about the weather, touching on questions of health, sometimes in Russian, sometimes in bad but confident French. But what's most important is he's inviting absolutely every single person he sees to dinner. Just this poor man at the door going, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Happy name day to my kids. Look at the weather, hey? Okay, come and have dinner. Dinner time. Come to dinner. <laughs> mon cher, mon cher. Next one, quick bow. How's it going? Lovely, yes. Oh, it is a bit cold outside, isn't it? Mon cher, mon cher. Wonder if the sun will pick up. Nice to see you. Come to dinner. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Happy name Don't, day to my kids. Terrifying. Great to see you. Look at the weather. Have a nice time. Come and have dinner. <laughs> see you at dinner. Quick bow. How's it going? Lovely to see you. Look at the weather. Please come to dinner. No wonder why he's empty. I feel empty after that. I've got nothing inside. I feel sick. His oh. neck must be an absolute state by the end of this. <laughs> like a man weary but unflinching in his fulfilment of duty, he stroked his scanty grey hairs and his bald patch and invited them to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly scratch my head. Come to dinner. Have a break, yeah. mate. Seriously, you're gonna you're gonna break your neck. All this bowing. <laughs> So they're setting a table for 80 people, and um, there's a new guy introduced, Dmitry Vasilevich. He is the manager of Daddy Vos- Rostov's household. Yeah, he helps him like do bow practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll write like quippy one-liners yeah. for when he's greeting <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and most importantly, set the table for dinner. Oh, that is most important. Yeah, yeah. The Countess has what's described as a gigantic footman. Fan fantastic that's the kind of stuff i'm always looking for steve <laughs> i don't know Cheers. if he's in the room or if he's standing outside uh, looking in through the window or something like that my my countess may i congratulate <laughs> you on the size of your servant <laughs> he is gigantic um they're all basically shoving snuff up their noses to keep them going okay getting snuffed up they're snuffing <laughs> it up the, the countess has, has got a snuff box snuffed off her head yeah she's she's that she's the one that's doing all the snuffing to be honest with you big old bumps of snuff the countess has got a snuff box with a picture of daddy rostov on it which is nice very sweet mm, like having a picture of your girlfriend on your crack pipe oh, yeah on your phone case <laughs> oh, okay the last person to come is a stout woman she's got a daughter with a round face everyone's stout She's not important as far as I can tell, except that she loves to gossip. Oh, hello. I like her already. Here follows a great period of some gossip. We're going to learn loads of stuff. And this, I would say, is it's a great chapter. And, and do keep listening to this wonderful chapter. Thanks for listening. It's a great chapter. One of my favourites. Count Bezukhov. Who's that? He's Pierre's dad. Is he a short chap with big hands? He's the best looking man in Russia. Wow. Officially. I've never seen a handsomer man. Holy shit. He is the like illegitimate father, if you get what I mean, of Pierre. Um, and they, yeah. they say yeah, Pierre yeah, yeah. behaved so improperly at Anna Pavlovna's reception. He was talking out of turn. Anna slapped him down for it. Um, the little pretty pregnant princess. The Count is actually, turns out, gravely ill. Still looking hot, though. No, no, unfortunately, he's not looking hot, actually. He looks awful. Oh. Sorry, he's very... So the world's most handsome man <laughs> now looks awful. It's so sad. Such a shame. And uh, this woman, the, the gossip person, 
she's so sorry about the poor count. And now this vexation with uh, his son is enough to kill him. <laughs> this is a description of what Pierre's done to cause such shame on her, his gravely ill father, right? At some point, Pierre got kicked out of Petersburg by the police with all of his mates. Whoa. Dolokhov got kicked out and he got demoted. Bezakov got sent to Moscow. Lads. Anatoire's dad hushed it up, but he still got kicked out of Petersburg. Boys. Silly boys. I knew that bear was bad news. You blame the bear, do you? One of the most dangerous animals in Russia, Steve. Those three got hold of a bear somewhere, put it in a carriage, (laughs) and set it off to visit some actress. They were caught by the police, and this is where it gets a bit weird. They, they kind of kidnapped the policeman. That's only going to make things worse. What also isn't a good idea is tying a policeman to a bear and pushing the bear into a canal. Oh, my word. <laughs> I'm not surprised his dad's gone, oh, I'm just going to have to die. I can't be bothered to explain this. Let me see if I can find the actual um, description. They tied the policeman and the bear back to back and put the bear in the Moyoka Canal. And there was the bear swimming about with the policeman on his back. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Amazing. How's the policeman not dead? God, How big is this bear? So many questions. I'd love to see. I've seen a video or something, but... Well, listen, if there are young, impressionable men listening to this podcast, just don't get involved with bears. Yeah, if, specifically, if you do ha- happen to have access to a bear, don't do this. Come on. There are other things to do. There are. So Pierre's the illegitimate son of Count Cyril, beautiful man, but also um, very ill. Prince Vasily is technically his next heir. Okay. But the Count really likes Pierre, illegitimate Pierre. And Count Cyril has, and I quote, an immense fortune. Who gets the inheritance? Exactly. Vasily or Pierre? Do you want to guess how much, how big his fortune is? Thousands of imperials. <laughs> Close. 40,000 serfs and millions of rubles. That is big news. Who gets the dosh, Vasily or Pierre? Yeah, the game is on. Vasily's in town also. He's been trying to butter Cyril up. I smell a duel. Yeah, there could be a duel, exactly. Because he's illegitimate. Pierre, you know, he's a bit embarrassing. All this bear stuff. Oh, I love it. I love it. And that's the chapter, really. The Count gets bored and he starts doing like an impersonation of the bear policeman. And then it's dinner time. So there we go. That's the chapter. Thanks for coming. Look at the weather. Have a nice time. Quick bow. Hope you enjoyed it. It's the summary summary. Excellently summarised. Thank you, my friend. It was a great chapter. Um, You were correct. 40,000 serfs. Think about what you do for 40,000 serfs. I would shoot you in a heartbeat. (laughs) I know know you would. I know you would. I know you would. I just... (laughs) I'd tie you to a bear and chuck you in a bloody canal myself if I had to. I know you'd do that for for 20,000 serfs. All right. I I need a name that you gave me a lot of info, pal. Yeah. Was it too much detail? Almost too much detail for my tiny little (laughs) shattered brain. Oh, let me get my timer ready. I've got my kitchen timer today, Will, for a a change. Oh, that is a little bit of variety for a change. I'm very impressed by that. Let me... Oh, look at that. It's a nice salmon colour. Yeah, this is my kitchen timer that I'll be using for the timing. Wow. Look, and you can Will you have a new timer next week? Go on. Sorry to interrupt you. Volume control. No, no, that's that's putting 10, no? 10 seconds in. Doesn't, it okay. doesn't have volume control. It's not. It's yeah, not sure. All right. Well, I misunderstood that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Fine. this is this can't go wrong. I'm starting the timer now. 
the final countdown. What happens when you stick a bear to a policeman? Well, your dad might die of embarrassment. Who will get the inheritance? Pierre or Vasily? It's all to play for. <laughs> Sorry, the timer didn't work. It's, it's all to play for. <laughs> you did you did the sound of the timer <laughs> something went wrong with the machine and i quote nothing could go wrong there we go the final count very down. good oh that's what it's called fantastic sorry missed that one yeah. the final countdown that's great i think you did a good job there um i, I have to be honest with you i wasn't entirely listening because i was really panicking with the the timer thing so yeah you 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 didn't uh do the timer correctly did you and then you had to during the 10 seconds become the timer <laughs> yeah uh that is an accurate description of what happened and i mm. i do regret what my actions and and i and i just want to apologize um to to you will and everyone else i'm sorry i'm sorry the apology has been heard will it be accepted why don't you send us an email? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Why not? Why not send us an email yeah. if you are uh, what about uh, Steve's apology there? That's not a reason to email in. I don't know what is. If you think my <laughs> apology was good and contrite, please do send an email. Please. Okay. See you next week. Thank you for listening to episode ten of WAP in Seven. We are very grateful and we ask but one thing of you, dear listener, after today's episode, sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, go on the website, type in your email address, type in your name, click enter. Boom. Thank you. Why? Why should I bother? Because every second of every day you will be sent an email. <laughs> That's not, I, don't, I don't want that. <laughs> not true, but you'll never miss an episode again. And maybe, just maybe, you'll get some secret stuff secret Ooh. special things that only newsletter what? people what? will get first what maybe a special episode maybe special things wow and uh our social media stuff that's in the description just click on it and have a little clickety clickety cloop here's the stuff that wasn't as good as the other stuff i always feel bad being rude about the next stuff but you know it is the worst stuff get your nose right now check it yeah. and then Stuff it full of snuff. God, I love snuff. If there's one thing I love, it's doing loads of snuff. This episode has been sponsored by loads of snuff up the nose. <laughs> <laughs> snuff it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, that was an hour and ten recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 All right then. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Good stuff, right, mate. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, you're a good yeah. chat. You're a good lad, lad you are. Okay then. Should we call it there? Mm. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> head out and buy a load of snuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never leave house for home without it. Without my without massive my box of bag snuff. of snuff. With my <laughs> mum's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love snuff so much.